even though we learned yesterday the idea, and we'll repeat it, Kitzer, the idea that these are the series to make Chuba that I'm talking about specifically is the time when a person is supposed to put in more effort than he does the whole year, and that it's a, that is in no way hypocritical to do things in those days that you will not continue, and it makes a lot of sense to put in more effort than this. And L is a preparation for those ten days. And the idea is, is that indeed this is the, the cycle of the year is that the judgment, Hashem holds off judgment till now because He knows we have ups and downs and this is the time to put an extra effort and to be at our best behavior. Right? It's, uh, for example, it's like the idea like in, in any, any field that way, in any field this is the way it works. You can't always be doing your best. You always try very hard and then at certain times you try harder and this is the time to try harder particularly in the tshuva process. This is proper to try harder, and this is what the Bereshim asks from us. So when we don't do it, it's not just that we didn't do tshuva, it's we didn't do a specific request from Hashem. Yom HaKippurim, the Ram continues to paraphrase Allah Yom HaKippurim, whose man tshuva l'chal yachad v'ram. Yom HaKippurim is the time of tshuva to yachad and ram, who kates mechila v'slichel Yisrael. It is the apex of Mechila and Tzlicha of Eklai Yisrael. L'fikra chayoven hakol lasas tshuva lezvadis. This is what Ram Skili said, that the chiyu to do tshuva and to do vidui. As we explained before, the Ram, of course, holds the izmit to do tshuva, just the best way to do it is, is within the vidui process. So Ram says something very interesting. He says, because it's the kates, mechila v'slicha, because it's sort of the end and the apex of the mechila process, therefore we say vidui. Do we say vidui and Rosh Hashanah? Ben, do we say vidui and Rosh Hashanah? No. Do we once say in Rosh Hashanah that I'm sorry for doing Averis? No. Why not? Why don't we say Vida and Rosh Hashanah? Okay. We're showing, we're now gonna, Rosh Hashanah, we're creating the plan to do better. You're remembering almost from last year. I know it's cause and effect, but I'll try, I remember all the exact words. Okay, so we'll explain. As Ram says, Chuva, Vidoy, is the end of the Chuva process. The tshuva process begins with a full year of work, with a full year of Elul, and then the specific tshuva process is that we work in Rosh Hashanah of recognizing the cause of the issue and the source of doing mitzvahs and not doing averis, which is that Hashem is our king. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the specific, intense, 10-day tshuva process of the year, which begins with recognizing Hashem is the king, and not discussing the details. For example, if you have a good friend, like we always use a marshal, and you had a big blow-up, and now you want to become friends again, do you go over to them and say, sorry, I did this and this to you? That's not the way to do it. You got to first tell them, you know, Moishi, I feel terrible. I really want to be your friend again. And you schmooze, and you reconnect, and you explain why you did it, and you finish off with saying, I'm really sorry. And then, the sorry means something. But if you have to have a lawyer, again, you have a relationship with someone, and then you hurt them terribly, and then you go up to them and say, sorry, that's not much. 
So the tshuva process begins on Rosh Hashanah by saying, I recognize that you're the king and I want to be close to you. I want to have a relationship with you. And therefore, I'm going to finish that. The process finishes on Yom Kippur where we take away the impediments to tshuva, which is Averis, and he wipes our slate clean, and then we're ready to reconnect in a joyous way on Sukkot. So the, and this is all, again, this is, is all Pashat ideas, but the idea comes from the fact that we see as many sources in Chazal, and I can go into them now, maybe at some other point we will, that you, you're specifically not supposed to say Vidu on Rosh Hashanah. That's not the process. And that's what the Ram says. Why do you say tshuva? Why do you do vidu yom kippur? Yom kippur is man tshuva lechol yachad ram who kates mechil v'slicha lefikach chayovin hakola as his tshuva lizvades. Because it's the finishing of tshuva, therefore only on yom kippur do you say I'm sorry. Very very important understanding of how the, again the tense ten day process of tshuva works. It's a build up. Tim Kipper. Menachem, you got it? Yes. Okay, so tell me what I just said. Right? There's no, not a day we don't, we should do tshuva and tzlicha and kapara and vidu every day. But again, there's, you, there's a specific process of intense work through El Roshan Yom Kippur, and that's what we're saying over here. So Shoshana is not the time, it's, it's specifically not the time to do vidu, not to dwell on that, but to dwell on your, the cause of the issue which is your distance from Hashem, and through that, and you're seeking out to, to connect, eventually you could get to the real tshuva, the end of Bayim Kippur, to your tshuva to be meaningful. Is it, is it Asetoyev, or, or is it just planning? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's specifically Asetoyev and Surmeira. I, I would say it's just it's process. Just, right, it's planning on how to do that, and then right. I'm just make acting. So his mitzvah is continuing working, sort of. It's it's sort of a gradual up, you know, to uh, continuing in the avodah Rosh Hashanah, right. and then only at the end. Again, if you do the process of Rosh Hashanah as his mitzvah, right, in Kippur is easy because right. you're you're there, and Hashem is of course He's going to accept your tshuva because you're there, right? Like you said, you you reconnected with your friend Lahavdil, right? So then when you say sorry, that's that's easy. Right? Again, you schmoozed with him. You went out to it a few times. You expressed how much you uh, how much you really care for him, and you really you showed him you really want to connect. And then you sort of okay, you do forgive me, and that's the easiest part of it because you did the hard work before, and that's what we do. Rosh Hashanah, the hard work is connecting to Hashem. If you do that right, the kates, the wiping, the slate clean is easy. If not, if you try to do it all in your kipper. It's quite difficult. So there are no, no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts <coughs> to anything great in life. Just about. Let me know if you know of one. Do it the right way. Almost any growth takes a lot of work and a lot of time. In anything, actually. But for sure, in the hardest thing in the world, which is to change yourself. The hardest thing in the world to change yourself, it's a going says, the hardest thing in the world is to change your meat of yourself. And we all know, it's very doable, but it takes sustained effort of a long time and the help of a group of friends Rabbeim, and mostly yourself in the right setting with a lot of effort 
Mitvas vida yemekipurim shiyaschem erev hayem kaim shiachal. Very interesting halacha, perplexing halacha to me, which is that you have to say vida even erev yom kippur. Why? Because you might choke in the suda before you say vida. And even though you say vida before you eat, you say vida again in the night of yom kippur, and you say vida again in shacharis and musaf and mincha and neila many times. In the fourth bracha, he says, and the minig is now that we say again with the shlech tzibur. So the very fascinating halacha is halacha, which is that you have to do, you say vidu and erivim kippur. Why? Because we're afraid that by Sudan of Sekes, you're going to choke and not say, and, 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 uh, and not say, um, and then not get to do, do, do tshuva on Yom Kippur. So, I have this question, so then why don't you say, if either in the morning, in the, by breakfast, because you might choke in the afternoon. It's a good question, I've heard different answers over the years. Mary Ludden doesn't remember his answer from last year? I think do. You think you do? Right. So Mary gave an interesting answer. It's not really true, but it's good. But, uh, <laughs> that he said that, that uh, I mean, Cute enough, fine. That 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 point of the year we have the sort of the most averus because we have again now you know more than you know that's our our slate hasn't been wiped clean yet, so it's like so that's a more of a chance. Um, I went to a job also from Bacher, a big diviner, who said that was timing that the suda of erev yom kippur is really the suda of yom kippur. A little different. It's not the words don't fit exactly because in yom kippur we don't have a suda, but not because it's not a day of simcha. Right? Yom Tem B'Yisrael, Kim Kippur Tobav, Yom Kippur should be a day of great joy. We don't have a Suda because we do Inuyim, we, we act like Malachim. But it's a really the Suda of, I mean, this really comes from a different part. But anyway, but, but uh, that the Suda of Yom Kippur, every Yom Kippur is really the Suda of Yom Kippur. That's why Vidoy is uh, sort of Shayach to that time. But uh, also, I'm saying people say it's the idea that the Satan is is. is that is, is working his hardest at that time? Yeah, that's similar to your first idea, sort of, you know, he wants to prevent, wants prevent, to uh, yeah. Right. After all said and done, it's, a, it's an interesting halacha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's a halacha, we do vidu many times. Havidu shenogu b'kol Yisrael avochatanu, right, when you say, we have sinned, hu ikar vidu, that's the main part of vidu. Averish his vada alein b'yom kippurim zeh. that you do a vidu from one yom kippur. Choizim his vada alein b'yom kippurim acher. You do you say vidu again next yom kippur. Avbishu oimid b'tshuvas. Even though you're still in your tshuva, we proved from here before that this you could do tshuva doesn't mean that you never do another again. But over here you did tshuva and you're oimid b'tshuvas, meaning you haven't slipped again. Shenemar kippeshoi ani eda v'chatosi negdi tamid. My sins are in front of me constantly. What if if you did? Tshuva last year. What if they tshuva again? What if they say vidu again? Anybody? Rafi, what if they do vidu again? Every year, every year, even though you did vidu, you yeah, ask him, keep doing it again, this him, keep Could you want to prevent you from slipping again? Because anything that you, you, you didn't do well at one point in your life, that means you have a connection to and therefore, you have to you distance yourself by expressing, like we make you make it concrete. That's the idea of vidui, and you that you don't want to do it again, and you're sorry you did it, and that again that 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 it's not just that it prevents, it expresses how much you don't like it to yourself, 
and therefore it helps you not to fall back into that trap. Halachates. Only an averish between man and his creator. Between man and his fellow man. Someone hit his friend, a makal, or he cursed him. Cursing was a common avera in, in, in previous generations. Look at Shari Chuva, he talks about how, you know, it's a common avera. I've rarely heard anybody give someone like it's like give like a good curse out. I'm like picturing old like an old British film. Yeah. Like you know, you <laughs> should you know and usually mean Mikal Bashem means with the name of Hashem. Again, it seems to be a common it's probably well, I don't want to go into it, it's probably because we're more distant from Hashem. That's why we used to be curse means over here means curse like with with with, with, the, with like you know, God should give you this and this. So <laughs> we're distant from God, so we just, you know, we don't do that. Anyway, but that's, it seemed like a, a common, common occurrence. Or you're, you stole from him in any way. There's never tshuva. Unless you give your friend back what he took from him and appease him. Even though you have returned what you've taken away from him, monetarily, you have to appease him and ask for him mechila. I feel a hikmet es chaveri el bedvarim. Even though, you, even if you not forget about, it, you didn't beat him up, you just hurt him with words. You have to try to greet him, meet him, and make him okay with what you did, and have him be mechal. So, I mean, first of all, you should learn from here this, uh, how, you know, how how careful we have to be with our words. You know, a common childhood refrain, right? Sticks and stones can harm. Where, 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 where is that? Sticks and stones will break my bones. Words will never harm me. And the truth is, as we as come adults, is that the opposite is true. Bones repair. Souls don't, or much harder to. Go to the doctor. You go to the hospital. Put you in a cast. A few, a few months later, you're back to normal. Someone really hurts you. Sometimes it never gets repaired unless he's put in a lot of work. So we have to be very careful. Usually, very often, as I say, that if we could think of the times we were hurt with words, you know, we have words in our mind that we remember people told us. Probably most of those times, the person didn't think about it for another second. It didn't even mean much. Didn't even realize how much it went, how, how much it hurt us. And we have to be so careful not to fall into that trap of saying, Things that could hurt other people. It's a terrible, terrible sin, and it's a ter- it's just it's it's a lack. Usually, it's not because most of us. It's not because we don't care. It's because we don't use our brains before we speak. But you know, again, it's it's you know, comedy these days usually includes making fun of other people, um, and it's funny, and the guy has to laugh, but usually he's not enjoying it. It's not. It's you don't. Nobody. Nobody likes to make fun of. Tell me, raise your hand if you do. Okay, I mean, usually we're like, you know, like you try, you know, we're often like, you know, you have you smaller children, they'll come home and, you know, and you figure out, some, you know, mother, some other mother will call you up, you know, you know your daughter said this and this, or like you say, you know, you shouldn't say this, like, I don't care if I said something said to me, right? And sometimes they even, truth, they don't even know that it hurts them, but usually they're not saying the truth. No, nobody likes 
being heard or being put down, even in the slightest. It's not fun. And it's you be very careful. And if you do do that to someone, you have to ask them Mechila. So there's a common minig of brought down to some degree of walking around like a Roshan Ibn Kippur saying Mechel, 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 right? Um, I asked, it doesn't appeal to me um, for the reason that if you hurt somebody, that doesn't do anything. And if you didn't hurt somebody, what's the point? Right? Meaning, I'm asking Menachem for Mechila. I didn't hurt him. I, maybe I wasn't a perfect Rebbe. I'm sure I wasn't. I try to be, but nobody perfect. And, you know, uh, a Rebbe agonizes always when to push, when to pull, when to say something, when to not say something, right? Any any decent Rebbe agonizes whatever to say. But, I think he knows I'm trying to do my best, right? And I don't need him to ask me Mechila either. He did a lot of things wrong already, not joking. But even though he was, he's not perfect either, but he, he's just tr- doing his best, keeping do, doing what he's supposed to do, and not perfect. So you want to sometimes, I'm not thinking of anything specific, sometimes it was a drop disrespect, I'm sure it'll happen. But it's all in the realm of normalcy, and since we have a good relationship, of course I'm Michael. There's nothing to be Michael. I have no tightness. But then, the guy that you really hurt is always one of my, hopefully not, but sometimes there's one or two people that you know over the years something happened, that guy, you just skip. You know what I mean? If you say, that's silly. Well, I mean, there's a question, you know, if someone, you ask them, and they say they're and they're not, is it mechila? To me, it doesn't seem that way. It's Maybe, yeah, but it, it, it seems unlikely. But for sure, not the proper way to do it. If you really hurt somebody, you really have to ask them, mechila. So the reason why that, that minig, uh, is just, I don't, I'm not a fan Again, if that's your minute, you could do it, but I'm not going to. You could even come with me and say, Mechel, Mechel, and I'll say, Mechel. But, uh, but if, 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 the reason why it's just, it's just tasteful to me to some degree is that it, it puts down, I'm not getting the right word, but it, it, um, it minim, cheapens, it minimizes the difficulty and the greatness of tshuva. It's not, tshuva doesn't happen by saying, Mechel, Mechel. Not to Rebani Shalom and not to your friend. If there's nothing to Michael, so there's nothing to Michael. If you have a good relationship with someone, you weren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right? But if you hurt somebody, or if you did something wrong to somebody, it's a difficult process of repairing and coming together again of doing tshuva. And it's not about Michael Michael. I did ask once um, uh, Reb Desser, senior, if they didn't come. Just, uh, just, I just wanted to no, they're not crazy. You know. He's brought down to the Green Aloha, and he said they didn't do it. I, I was sure they didn't. It's not the type of place that, you know, they're very mockered, you know, and, uh, not, uh, and what their words mean. So they, but uh, they didn't, it didn't have that minute. So again, it, it's very, very important to, at, when it comes, you know, the Rishonah time, if you want to have complete mechila and clean the site for the Rebbe to think if we have heard anybody. And if we have, We'll, we'll go into it more tomorrow. The Ram is going to go into it, how to ask the Mechila properly. But it's, <clears throat> it takes, you have to really mean it. As we see, Allah is you have to you know, go them three times. It doesn't mean, Mechel, Mechel, Mechel. That's not what it means. Yeah? It means, 
you have to go over them three times and express your 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 dis, you know, your your um harata of what you did regret you say remorse. remorse correct and regret of what you did and say I really want to you know I really, I really want you to forgive me and it's difficult again the more you did the more difficult it is and our creator we're not perfect but we're supposed to do our best and supposed to all be better than we are and when we ever whatever we did we really need to work to repair and give us a chance to reconnect to Hashem as we explain that the process begins in Rosh Hashanah by just recognizing Hashem and reconnecting, dealing with the cause of the Averis, which is our lack of connection to Hashem, and then only on Yom Kippur do we finish it off with the easy process. Once, if we did the Rosh Hashanah, it would be easy. Well, then Yom Kippur is a, just a, is an easy day. It's an enjoyable, easy day. It's a day, as as, as, as Moshe always gives, when you're done with Yom Kippur, you feel like coming out of a good shower. Clean. Geschmack. That should be, that should be, we should work to have that feeling of Yom Kippur, the excitement to clean the slate and have the opportunity to really connect to Hashem on a high level. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atorah, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatorah.org. Thank you.